Hey folks, it's Marvin Cash, the host of the Articulate Fly, and we're back with another Southwest Virginia Fishing Report with Matt Riley. How are you doing, Matt? I'm doing great, Marvin. How are you? Just trying to stay out of trouble. Uh, how's everything on the COVID-19 front in Abingdon, Virginia? Um, it's, you know, I think it's about how it is everywhere else. People are kind of trying to decide how cautious to be, and, and I've been rescheduling a lot of trips here lately because um, you know, at least in Virginia, they've sort of shut down the, uh, non-essential businesses and, and people are working less and making less money and got kids, you know, staying home, not in school. So things are getting interesting for sure. Um, I'm going to still fish as much as I can. Um, but I think, uh, guide trips are going to be sort of suspended here for a little while. Got it. And it looks like you've got good weather for fishing. And I imagine, you know, since we've had kind of an unseasonably warm winter, that things are probably cranking pretty, pretty well on the fishing side. Oh yeah, man. It's, uh, the, the warm water rivers are well ahead of schedule. Um, at least compared to the last couple of years. I remember last year I ran one of my, I think it was my last musky trip on like the twenty twenty fifth of March or something like that. And it was, you know, we still had like 48, 49 degree water temps. And we, we, last time I was on the river uh, a couple days ago, smallmouth fishing, actually, we had like mid to upper 50 water temps. So, I mean, we're two to three weeks ahead of uh, where we were last year and uh, fish are moving around and, and, you know, we've been having some pretty consistent uh, smallmouth action outside of the, we've had a bunch of cold fronts sort of swing through the last couple of weeks, but so things have been, things have been warm, um, seasonable, but a little bit on the wet side. Um, the rivers are all running pretty full, um, more rain coming tonight, but I don't think we're going to get quite as much as they were calling for. So we'll, uh, we'll probably be, you know, good, uh, stream flow wise for the next week or so, I think. Got it. So on the smallmouth front, if it's been warmer uh, than normal for longer, does that mean that you're starting to kind of come off the bottom a little bit and you're getting fish that are chasing more? Um, oh, or- yeah. I mean, we've been we've been getting fish on streamers, you know, good takes and, and uh, not super lethargic fish. I mean, like I said, this time of year, it can be very, you know, the light switch can be very uh, evident when you have a cold front or, you know, something that sort of puts the fish off, come out, you know, things will be a little more drastic than they will be in the summertime. But yeah, we've had a couple of days out where, you know, it's, it it feels like April, you know, in terms of getting fish to chase streamers and eat. So, um, yeah, we, I, I feel like I've almost skipped the whole like late winter, uh, you know, very, very early season bite. Got it. So you're got, I assume you're basically pulling these fish off a structure, um, with streamers. Do you have any patterns or techniques that you want to let people know about? Um, yeah, I mean, so most of the, most of the flies, I mean, in March, um, I'm either fishing sort of dredging flies, heavy crayfish flies like quadads, um, and then, neutrally buoyant bait fish flies like murdoch minnows and ck bait fish and that sort of thing and uh 
you know, I always fish pretty slow for smallmouth, but definitely with the cooler water temps, um, we're fishing fairly slow. And, and, you know, if you know your river, um, it's, it's sort of easy to pick spots to target fish because they'll be sort of moving out of their wintering locations and towards spawning locations. So you're just looking for sections of river that have, um, some fairly deep, slow moving water. Um, and then some, uh, you know, good pieces of pocket water, um, where you've got protection from current where fish can spawn and, and that sort of thing. And, and just with things warming up super quick, um, and ahead of the sort of typical calendar schedule, I think the fish are a little more spread out than usual. Um, there, there's, when it comes to, to seasonal activities like spawns and that kind of thing, um, they're, they're both controlled by photo period and then also water temp. And when those things kind of get out of line, it seems like the fish are not as in sync with each other as they normally are. Um, but just targeting those areas sort of adjacent to, to wintering habitat and, and spawning habitat is sort of where I've been going lately. Got it. And with the uh, unseasonably warm weather, are you seeing the dry fly bite really turning on on the trout side? Yeah, um, definitely. So the 18th of March, I ran a guide trip, and that was the first day this year that I've seen quill gordons on the trout streams, which is our first big mayfly of the year. They're about a about a size 14 dry, um, and that's a that's probably my favorite mayfly hatch around here, just because it's well, it's the first, and it seems to be the one that gets the fish up to the surface most consistently. And, uh, we had that day, we had really consistent dry fly fishing. Um, caddis are out, the early tan caddis are out just about every day. Um, at this point, either, you know, they can be sort of, uh, distracting because they, they don't always land on the water, you know, caddis emerge and then they, you know, they can live for weeks before they, come back to lay eggs and, and die. So almost every day we're seeing these big mating flights of bugs heading up river and randomly you'll see caddis dropping down to the water surface. And so fish will come up and eat them sort of opportunistically and sporadically, but they're not, uh, they're not sort of mechanically rising to them like they will in an emergent mayfly right now. So the quill Gordons have been, if, if you can find them and see them coming off, um, that fishing's been good. And then caddis fishing can be good, but it's, you know, it's a little more sporadic and inconsistent. Got it. And folks, if you have a question for Matt, if you'll shoot him to us on the Articulate Fly Facebook page, if we read your question, I'll send you some Articulate Fly swag and we're going to do what we did last season. And we're going to enter you in a drawing for some cool stuff, uh, from Matt at the end of the season. Um, as I always say on all of these fishing reports, Matt, it's not a fishing report with you. If you don't share with us what you've been writing for the rural Virginian. Yeah, so this week I just I put out a, an article, um, sort of just my thoughts on this whole uh, COVID nineteen thing and and uh, just the the basically being responsible about what you're doing and who and who you're hanging out with and and fishing can definitely be a part of your survival strategy if you want to call it that. 
Um, but I've been noticing a lot of people on social media have kind of been uh, taking the whole uh, social distancing thing kind of as a as a trend. And I don't think that that should subtract from how serious we take things, um, particularly if you've got fishing friends or or, or uh, other people who are who are older and potentially at higher risk than you. So just sort of a, a quick little soapbox thing that I stuck out there. Yeah, no, it's important to be smart and be considerate. I guess it's, I don't know. We were talking before the report. It's actually pretty simple. A uh, little common sense yeah. and a little sensitivity goes a long ways. Um, yeah. Before I let you hop, why don't you let folks know where they can find you so uh, they can book you and fish with you, uh, you know, when the guide game opens up again? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the website is mattreillyflyfishing.com and my uh, phone number and email and and all that's on there. Um, and you know, like everybody else who got fingers crossed, uh, that we can get back on the, on the river guiding trips as soon as possible. Um, but right now with all this weather, I just, I can't stop thinking about smallmouth season. So, uh, that's sort of, that's sort of the window I'm looking at next. Hopefully all this will be blown over by, by the time things really get cranking on the smallmouth front, we can go out there and get after it. Absolutely. And folks, if you can uh, do it responsibly, get out there and catch a few. Think about your fellow man, take care of your family, and uh, we'll all be out there on the water fishing together on the other side of all this. Tight lines, everybody, and tight lines, Matt. All right. Tight lines, Marvin. Mm-hmm.